0: Okay, so my name's Deborah Baker. I'm from the UK. I uh, live in a little tiny county called Cornwall. Um, a lot of people don't really know where that is, but um, it's, it's quite a sort of pinpoint destination, like tourist destination. So it's a bit busy down here at the minute. Um, I've just completed my um, BSc honours degree in sports science, and I'm starting my masters at the end of this month. In biomechanics, so strength and conditioning, because I want to work with sort of elite, elite athletes, um, primarily sort of bodybuilders, because that's what I do. So I'm also a bodybuilder, i a figure competitor, um, currently in preparation for two shows. So I'm doing the amateur Olympia in nine weeks. So hopefully if I place in that, I can earn my IFBB pro card and then work my way up to the Olympia. Um, I also coach people, so I own my own nutrition coaching business as well. So my my job is basically to get people in shape, so be it bodybuilders or people that just want to have a healthier lifestyle. That That is my job. So I'm just doing gym work for myself and others, so that's literally what I live and breathe.
1: Mm-hmm. Was fitness always a part of your life, or did you was that later on? Um,
0: it's really difficult, because when I was a child, I did used to sort of participate in... Um, a lot of sort of sprinting and, and running events. Um, and I did get to a stage in my life when I was probably about 17, 18. Um, well, I did do a lot of running um, and I was a, a fashion model as well. So I did do a lot of running, running but I became quite ill. I lost a lot of weight um, and didn't eat enough. So I did. It was a part of my life, but it was it was unhealthy at the time. I didn't utilize exercise and physical activity as a, a way to make myself healthier I used it in a sort of negative way um but as of recent I mean I've been doing bodybuilding for about four years so it's probably the best the best thing I've ever done actually it's made me a lot healthier and aware of of what you know what I need to do with food and and I've got more of a healthier relationship with it now but I mean yeah it's always been a part of my life but it's not been sort of like that pivotal sort of role in my life so, yeah, I mean, I've, I've changed my sort of career decisions many times. I wanted to be a veterinary surgeon at, at the start, but um, when I did my work experience, I realized I was scared of blood, so. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, that, that's, that's interesting. And you live in the country. How is that like? Is that is that something you enjoy?
0: Um, I do like it. You have to have a car around here or else you can't go anywhere. Um, it's, it's good in terms of, You know, you've got the beaches and things like that nearby, and you've got a lot of land. So, I own dogs and things. So, it's good to be able to go out and, you know, sort of explore. But in terms of um, being a place where there's access to things, there's not a great lot of access. I mean, there's very few um, women down here, particularly, that do bodybuilding as well. So, it's kind of like we're behind. Um, (laughs) It's literally like we're a few years behind. So, in comparison from somewhere like here to London, um, there's a lot less going on here, but it's very sort of tranquil and, and sort of slow-paced, so it can be nice. It depends on what you're looking for, really, but I, I enjoy it because I'm quite hectic, and it's nice to be able to have a bit of downtime here, to be able to go out and do do something calming, to be honest.
1: Mm-hmm. And what, what made you decide to go in bodybuilding? What, was that like you just wanted to do that?
0: Um, It was quite strange, actually, because... I, like I said, I would just be one of those girls that just went straight into the cardio room and just ran for ages. Um, and someone said, why don't you just come in the gym and just give weights a go? And I had that that sort of viewpoint that if a woman touched weights, they were going to look like massive and, and look like a man. That was my viewpoint back then. Obviously, they've completely changed now. Um, but I'd always been quite strong and I've always sort of liked lifting things. So I gave it a go. And I thought, oh, I'll just... I'll just add a little bit of definition, and then obviously, I was like, no, no, actually, I'll put put on a little bit more, and then it's just gone. I've just let let myself sort of go with it, and I've I've not really gone so much. I didn't want to compete at first. I just went and watched one of my uh, good friends compete, and I watched her do it, and I thought, oh, I quite like that. So I thought, if I'm putting all this work in, I might as well jump on stage and showcase it to everyone. So, yeah, it was it wasn't planned. It just sort of happened, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And was that how was that their first time on stage? How was that for you?
0: Um, it wasn't actually that bad because, like I said before, I used to do um, fashion modelling, so I did a few catwalks, and I sort of had on stage experience. But it was obviously a lot different from that. So in terms of sort of nerves and things, I was fine. But I sort of I felt a lot more at place on stage doing a bodybuilding show than I ever did doing a fashion show. I didn't feel like I was pressured or had too many eyes on me, sort of judging me in a bad way. Um, I just felt a lot more at ease, and I felt like this is actually what I want to do.
1: Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh, why didn't you like the fashion? Was that just because people were judging you, or was how was that? Isn't the
0: it? It's sort of like it's they they expect they just want you to be skinny, um, and they, they sort of. You know, you get that expression where they treat you—you're just like a coat hanger, really. Um, I mean, I'd be zipped up in garments where, they, they, where they're zipping me up at the back and they're catching my skin. They don't treat you well. Um, they want you to be very skinny and lose weight. Um, I mean, I had an agency I wanted to join, and they asked me to lose weight. Um, and I thought I got to that point, and I thought I can't lose any more. I was already at a very unhealthy weight, and I thought, Do you know what? I'm not doing it anymore. Um, And I moved back down from London and I moved back down to Cornwall to stay with my mum. And then I just sort of just got into this. So it just, yeah, it wasn't a healthy lifestyle at all. It was not not for me anyway.
1: And what decided, why did you decide to educate yourself more on, I mean, of course you wanted to go to school and do that. So how did that go?
0: Yeah, I mean, I did, well, all the fashion side of things. I wanted to be like a fashion journalist. So I did that and... I saw, I saw this course come up, and it was all to do with, obviously, to do with physiology and, and sports science, and I thought, you know, I really like the sound of that, because I've always been quite into science, um, and I, as I started doing this, doing the bodybuilding, it sort of just came up, and I thought, that's the sort of thing I want to do, and again, it just seems to fit in with it, and I enjoy doing this. It's not, It doesn't feel like a job to me, not to sound cliche, but it doesn't feel like a job to me. I, I love doing it, so it's just something that comes naturally to me that I can just you know plan programs plan diet plans um, be supportive with people it's just a, a natural sort of thing that's come to me and it's um, having the education behind me and, and the actual like, academic knowledge that I can prove will deliver desu- result is is perfect for me because you know I, I can educate myself more and therefore I can supply and and give my clients better service really.
1: Mm-hmm. And. You do coaching as well, correct?
0: Yeah, yeah, I do coaching. I'm trying to, well, I want to be a strength conditioning coach. I don't like calling myself a PT because huh. everyone is a PT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I, I know what you mean. Um, what, what?
0: There's nothing wrong with that, but it's just I'm trying, I want to be I want to be sort of unique. I want to, any, anyone could, like I said, anyone could be a PT. That's why I'm trying to do my master's because I want to do, I want to sort of have a step up where I can start training elite athletes and, you know, even members of the public uh, just giving them like a broader education on things really. So it's not it, even older people think, Oh, I'm not going to go in the gym and lift things. But, you know, it's all about that sort of functional aspect of, you know, even being able to carry a shopping somewhere or being able to get up out of a chair or something, you know, it's just, just trying to educate people really.
1: Mm-hmm. And where did you get this kind of like mental strength to do all those
0: um, I'm quite, well, if everyone that knows me knows I'm very strong-willed and determined, and when I sort of get my claws into something, I don't let go of it. I have to see th- things through to the end. I think that's just how I've been brought up. It's just, you know, I've never had pressure from my mum, but she's always been very sort of, like, encouraging, and, and so have my, my siblings as well. So if, if we all sort of set our minds to something... We do it. I mean, it's, it's very difficult doing competitions um, and restricting yourself. Uh, that's why you only get a few people that sort of stick through it. Um, you have to be very, very thick-skinned. I think modeling, in a sense, did do that for me. That sort of built up my mental strength in some ways. Um, so you could argue, you know, it's a bit, a bit of everything. It's just experience, I suppose.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you have, like, a philosophy to life, or you just kind of go with the wind? Like, how... How do you kind of like?
0: Um, I don't. I wouldn't say I have a philosophy. I would just say you get those people that say good things come to those who wait. Um, I don't really agree with that. You need to work your butt off. <laughs> you need to work for it. Otherwise, you're not going to get it. Um, and that, that's just my that's just my viewpoint, really. Um, I don't have time for people that say they can't. You can. You just have to make. You have to really want it to be able to do something. And I think that applies to all aspects of life, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you like enjoy the process? Because like I think that's a huge aspect. Even though it might be difficult, you still have to enjoy the process.
0: Yeah, I do enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I get the days where I do, I do sit down and I think, why am I doing this to myself? But that's just, that's just your brain trying to sort of find a logical reason for why you're doing it. Um, but again, no, no one's got a gun pointed to my head and saying I have to do it. I, w- I want to do it, so yeah, I definitely do enjoy it, and it's it's the challenge isn't it, I mean, I, I don't know what else I'd be doing if I didn't do this, uh-huh. I just I love doing it, it's, it's sort of like a love-hate, isn't it
1: yeah, and do you get a rush out of it, or is it just like, w- what is it that att- attracts you to it so much, is it just uh, that, you know like, what is it about it
0: I think again, I think it's more like an art form, it's you have to really put a lot of work in it and and you know anyone can lift weights or or eat certain things but i mean it's all again it's all science and it's all it's all very intricate and i really enjoy sort of putting things to to the challenge you know and seeing like if and trying things out so i know that i've got to eat things at certain times i know i've got to lift the weight in a certain angle to to hit a contraction properly i know that it's going to sculpt my muscle in a certain way um i i quite just enjoy and watch watching my body mold into what i want it to and then being able to get on stage and have you know thousands of people all come together to appreciate the same sort of thing it's just that's just what i love and yeah i do get a i get a really big adrenaline rush when i'm on stage because it's just all all that hard work you've done and then it just comes down to those few minutes on stage yeah i just i do i do love it
1: mm-hmm. and you, you talked about hard work like wh- we like wh- how did you kind of was that always there is that just in your dna or did you kind of like learn that from someone
0: um i think it's always been there like i said my mum's very hard working and so are my siblings so it's i suppose it's that sort of competitive thing isn't it where you've got if you're if someone's if you surround yourself by people that are hard working, um, you, you, sort of want to keep up with them. So I suppose my family being a hardworking family, um, I'm just trying to sort of keep up in my own way, but I, am one of those people that just can't stop. Um, I don't like having days off. Like today, for example, is, is a day off, but I still try and, and sort of fill it with things where I'm keeping myself active and more proactive, you know, get, getting like plans done for people so i'll, I'll still be doing something because otherwise i do feel lazy
1: mm-hmm. and what is like a day in your life what 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 is it like from start to finish
0: oh. well at the minute it's very boring i like, oh. <laughs> but not for me but for the, for the average person if they sort of had an overview of my day they'd probably think i'm very uh-huh. uh, anti-social and reclusive but again when you're in prep you have to be so um, on a typical day, so where I train, um, I'll get up around five, five I'll do my fasted cardio for about 25 minutes. I will eat. So I'll eat throughout the day every two to three hours. So, you know, just really plain sort of wholesome food. So I'm eating all my, you know, my plain, I've got my, my white fish, eggs, chicken, um, just lean meats at the minute, um, carbs before and after training so i train around four or five o'clock four or five p.m um i'll be working during this time as well so i'll do about 12 hours in a day and then i train clients throughout that day as well um and then i'll go to bed about 10 p.m and then it will just be the exact same thing so i don't go out anywhere um i don't socialize with anyone <laughs> apart from people at the gym and clients um and that's it that that will be my life for 18 20 weeks mm. so it's very sort of stringent and um like I said it's, it is reclusive and it, don't get me wrong it's not for everyone uh, and I do get people say to me sort of oh do you want to come out and do you want to go for a bite to eat? and I said well I would love to but I can't and it gets to a point where they get annoyed with you um but they have to understand that that's very difficult for me um not the fact that I don't have the willpower. I just don't want to put myself in a situation where I'm having to put put more willpower in. If you know what I mean, I, I want to be able to do other things to keep myself preoccupied. I don't I don't want to put food under my mm-hmm. face. I can't eat because it, it aggravates me.
1: <laughs> it, it aggravates you. That's interesting. <laughs>
0: it does. It does.
1: Is it? Why does it aggravate you? Is just because? it's like right there and you're just like, ah, oh, I should be having this or like, how does, what does your mind process when you, when you do that? Cause a lot of people don't like to socialize when they're prepping.
0: Um, it is, it's like, well, I would get, if I, I can go out for something like a coffee, I don't mind that, but it's, you know, it's, it's, I would suppose you could compare it to like an addict being near, you know, a substance. It doesn't matter what it is and you're, you're making them go near it. The fact I don't eat that stuff anyway. I don't eat sugary foods or or or, or takeout foods very rarely, very very rarely. But it's you know it's why why would I put myself in that position? I, w- I wouldn't make anyone else do it. Um, it's just that when you can't have something, you want it even more. Mm. And I don't I don't want to be in a in a foul mood because I'm near food. <laughs>
1: And how does how does your kind of like your friends, your family? How do they deal with that? Do they just say she's on she's on her thing? You know, we can't talk to her, or like, or we can talk to her, but we can't invite her here. Blah blah. blah. Like, how's that go?
0: Um, it's, to be honest, it's not too bad. My family are very supportive, and uh, most most of my friends do prep. Um, okay. But the ones that don't don't on un- they don't understand. Um, so I tend to keep away from them. Hmm. (laughs) and that sounds very horrible but it's when you get to these sort of higher level when you want to basically be in a higher level of competing you have to you have to sacrifice those types of things and I mean I'm not the only one if if you sort of talk to other um competitive athletes it doesn't have to even necessarily be bodybuilding um they don't I mean they're training for hours a day and that's that's your life that's all you think about so You know, I just try and surround myself by people that are into the same thing because they'll be more understanding um, and and more supportive.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think, I don't know, uh, they're probably listening or something. And so, like, I I just always, um, it's interesting that uh, you say that because a lot of people are antisocial when it comes to that. What happens after their prep? Do you just become a a social butterfly or are you you always been kind of introverted?
0: No, no, I, I do socialise quite a lot. Mm. Um, come out of prep, I do sort of have like a celebratory sort of time where I'll go out and eat eat food. I'll go out and eat at different restaurants. Just so that it's kind of like a pub crawl, but a food crawl. So I'll just <laughs> I'll just go to loads of different restaurants and just basically not straight away because I'll have a bad rebound and go watery. Um, but you know, I'll take my time and I will go out and and catch up with people then. So, and they, and they know that the people that have stayed friends with me know that once I come out of my prep, um, it's almost like I have like a really high sort of energy change and, you know, I've, I'm a bit more aware and a bit, a bit more sort of attentive to people. So no, I, I'm not, I'm not antisocial at all. I'm busy Mm -hmm. with working, um, which gives me less time to meet people, but, um, no, I wouldn't say I'm antisocial. I am now. I definitely am now, but not after.
1: Mm-hmm. and w- w- like do you say goals for yourself like five ten years from now or like are you just about the moments
0: no I've, got, I've I've got goals my my biggest goal is I want to go on the Olympia stage um and I know that's gonna take years for me to do but I, I suppose yeah that's my long-term goal um I do want to be a professional IFBB accredited bodybuilder um but you know that takes time but I'm willing to put the time and effort into that I want to own my own gym at some point as well. Um, yeah, I mean, they're, they're my main goals. That you know, it's, it's again, it's all fitness related, which a lot of people don't understand. But again, that's my sort of area, isn't it?
1: Mm-hmm. Where would you open this gym? Would it be in the UK?
0: Yeah, it'd be in the UK. It, it definitely, unless you know, other. If it depends on how long down the line it is. Um, you know and and what other things i have sort of waiting for me so if i do well with my career maybe in another country um but for the moment i'm sort of planning on opening it yeah in the uk
1: mm-hmm. are you looking at like a, a town or anything like that
0: i would probably open it up where i am now in Cornwall because mm. there aren't really that many good bodybuilding gyms here then they're, they're more sort of like the the chain gyms like snap fitness and and fitness first and things like that. So I'm sure in America you have things like, is it planet fitness and, and things like that.
1: Uh, LA fitness, all these other ones. And then you have like the Mecca gold's gyms. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot powerhouse. But
0: The gold's gyms are quite good though, aren't they?
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're very, very good.
0: Yeah. Our gyms aren't like that. You have obviously the cell phone gyms around the UK. Mm Um, they're they're really good but i mean down here particularly in cornwall there's nothing really that you'd walk into and be like wow that's amazing so that's kind of what i want to do at some point you know and maybe in a couple of years time um is open something up just so i can provide people with more of a a good foundation to build basically
1: Mm -hmm. that's that's so interesting that you want to what is the is it just you wanted to build a gym just to help people out or like whoa, what was the kind of reason why?
0: Yeah, I, definitely. I mean, like I said, there's not a lot of gyms don't have enough equipment. And I mean, there's so much good equipment now. Obviously, like by, like body mechanic, the mechanics they've put on older machines, the resistance machines have changed a lot now. Um, and there's so much new, there's so many new pieces of equipment that we just don't have that people could be just be getting phenomenal physiques with, um, but we just don't have it down here, and we don't, there's, n- there's nothing here to provide anyone with that. So, I mean, obviously, you can you can still build a good physique without it, um, but it would be nice to provide people with a gym that has a lot of equipment, you know, and just help them reach their goals a bit better, I think. I mean, for me for me personally, I'd prefer to have a lot more equipment, but... Um, that's, that's my personal view anyway, but I'm sure a lot of people would agree. We need something a bit more sort of um, high-profile down here, really.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What, what, is like,
1: what do you think is the best gym you've ever been to, or do you, have you only been to a few?
0: <laughs> well, I've only actually been to a few um, in, well, in Cornwall. I've been to one in London, um, which was basically just like a city gym, so that's Fitness First, uh, and I wouldn't rate that at all. That was just literally just full of treadmills and things. Um, down here in Cornwall, obviously, we've got we've got good bodybuilding gyms. So I've got one that I work at the minute. So we've got Snowlands, it's called. That's just a, a cell phone gym. Um, and then there's another one that's quite a distance from me. It's about an hour and a half called Penzance um, Peak Fitness in Penzance. Um, and that is like a big warehouse. And that's got a lot of sort of hammer strength machinery in it, which is some of the best stuff. So... They're two of the best ones I've been to, but I'm sure, um, up in sort of Birmingham sort of way, you've got ones like Emporium Gym, um, that a lot of sort of the pros train at, and you've got a few others. So I will be making a trip to those when I go up that way at the end of the year. Mm. But like I said, down here, they've not really trained any that are phenomenal, to be honest.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And do you, do you, uh, travel a lot or are you not really a traveling person?
0: Um, I do I do as in around the country or do you mean abroad
1: a country abroad all
0: that um I haven't I I went on holiday a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. other than that I've been abroad once um and that was when I moved to Spain when I was a child um and that that's literally as far as my traveling goes so Dominican Republic and Spain Mm -hmm. um and then I do travel quite a lot now for my shows so I travel down to um down up to Birmingham up to London um and I'll be going out to Coventry as well. So I do travel around for my competing within the country quite a lot. But I would like to sort of travel out of the country to compete as well. I think that's something that I'd like to aim to do. Just more of an experience, to be honest, and, and to meet other athletes in different countries.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I think, yeah, coming to the U.S. is really interesting because uh, all, the, all the bodybuilders are here, especially the, the ones that want to compete at a high level.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because you've—that's yeah. definitely somewhere I want to go. I, I, I would love to go, even to, to watch the Olympia. I'd love to go and mm. watch it. Um, and obviously, you've got all your qualifiers that are all over the USA, and and you've got a few in Canada. I know, obviously, I know you have a little bit of a dispute with Canadians.
1: <laughs> it's not a dispute. We're just—I don't know. America's yeah. a, America's a little crazy. Like, um, yeah. I always have to warn people. Like, everything is bigger better whatever you want to say like everything's just different i've been to the uk and it's not
0: No, it's, it's not the same
1: no it's different here um we're very extreme in every side of things so it's uh really strange here so but yeah i, I always find that interesting that um i mean traveling to different places and just experience it. i think the olympia would be a great experience for you just because i don't know it's just meeting all those people um, it really kind of sets it into perspective of like, oh, everyone's doing something different. Everyone's making small changes.
0: Yeah, and and you get that's I mean that's the best of the best there as well, and and it's it's just something I think yeah, like I said, it's just one of those experiences that you have to do. So even if I don't ever compete on the Olympia stage, it, I would still love to just go there and watch people compete. Because it's just, I mean, that that for every, anyone that's into bodybuilding, that is obviously the end goal, isn't it? That's where everyone wants to go.
1: Mm-hmm. And do you do you think like uh, when do you feel like you'll make it pro? Do you have like a kind of like do you feel like now is the time? Like, how do you kind of visualize that?
0: Well, I would like to be pro within the next two years, so that's my sort of cut off point. I think because I'm 24 now so i'd like to be a pro within the next couple of years because you know we have our we have our sort of best before dates don't we in bodybuilding so i'd like to get a few years of of pro competing in you know within my 30s so yeah i mean within the next couple of years i'd like to get my pro card so i'll just have to work very hard
1: Mm -hmm. well well this is interesting so I mean, this was a. I don't know. I think you're so fascinating. You might not think that. I think Thank it is. Me. I don't know. Um, I think people are interested, even if it's boring. Kind of like, uh, you know, your day to day. People are actually interested in that kind of stuff. So, yeah. Um, so like, what is it like? You know, your day to day. You said you wake up at five. How much do you sleep? All that other stuff. Like, what? What is your kind of daily routine? Do you? What do you eat? Also.
0: Okay, so, I mean, I try and get in about seven or eight hours sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, My cut-off, I mean, I go to bed about 10, 10.30, latest, because, again, if you're not recovering um, and resting, you're not going to grow, you're not going to get any better. And, you know, it also helps with things like um, fat oxidation, so burning fat and metabolising fat. So you need to be able to go get your rest to improve and be better. Um, which a lot of people don't really think you need rest. So even having days off is essential. Um, and you'll get people that train seven days a week. And if they get enough resting, I mean, that's fine. I've got my viewpoints that you need days off, you know, and that's, that's again, that's sci- that's a scientific fact, you know. Um, you've got your, your terminology, you've got things called, like, supercompensation. So that's all to do with if, if you're not having enough rest, you'll get to a point where you plateau and then you'll regress. So I know for a fact that if I don't rest enough, I'm not going to grow. Um, so yeah, sorry. I'll go go to bed about ten ten thirty. Get about seven hours sleep. Um, get up in the morning about five half five, or maybe maybe six on a on a day off. Um, eat my food. So I'll normally have something like egg whites and some whey protein, um, and then a couple of hours later I'll have uh, just some plain chicken. About well, I'll give you rough rough sort of guides on its own, like 110 grams. I'll have something like some green veg, so some leafy green veg because they're low on carbohydrates again, and I'm getting my micronutrients in. And then I'll have something like um, peanut butter, so no sort of salt, sugar, or palm oil, peanut butter, so it's like organic stuff, or or dark chocolate, very small amounts of it, so about 10, 20 grams of each. Um, Then I'll have something like white fish, cod, again with loads of green veg, and then I'll have pre pre workout so before I train. So this is also to do with timings again. I'll make sure that I'll get my carbohydrates in before. So I'll have that about forty five minutes to an hour before. Um, and that's I'll have something like porridge. So you guys call it um, oatmeal. Is it right?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's, um, yeah, uh, I always forget that you call things other names.
0: Yeah, so we'll call it oats or porridge. But obviously, when it's cooked, it's porridge or. Um, yeah, so I'll have 25 grams of porridge before and then obviously I'll let that digest so I can have it absorbed through like the intestine tract. And then obviously that goes into the muscle so I can utilize that glycogen for my workout. Um, and then I'll train. So I do three days on one day off. Um, so I'll do upper body. So I'll do a pull, push and legs and then a day off pull, push and legs. Um, I'll do about an hour, hour and a half of training and then I'll do sprint work after. So like hit training. Um, that will then involve, like, I'll have a, a really small amount, so about 20 grams of whey protein straight after. Um, again, I'll have something like chicken, uh, some white potato, very small amount and some veg. And then I'll have something similar again and that will be my day done. Um, but, yeah, again, it's it's quite – even even the eating aspect of it can be quite boring. You'll have the same sort of foods in there. Um, but I'm saying boring. I don't find it boring. It, the average person would find it boring because there's no sort of, like, versatility to, like, the taste and things. But when you get to this point, it's literally just um, a means to an end, really. It's just a fuel. Mm-hmm. So I don't really have bad cravings and stuff. I do get them, but I don't have them at the minute because I know – you know, as soon as you eat something you don't require, you're, you're regressing the, all the effort you've put in. So, And, and you know, you've got to stand on the stage at the end of the day. So why make yourself look worse when, when you can look the best you can by just having a little bit of self-control? So, I mean, if I have to eat foods that are bland and boring, that's fine. Mm-hmm.
1: What is – this is my last question. So what is, like, the last – like what, what advice would you give to someone who wants to start or who's, um, uh, thinking about competing, like in that kind of like transition area right there?
0: Um, I would say before you just, I, I, I competed, I think I competed too early. I competed a year after build it uh, just doing bodybuilding. Um, and I went on stage looking very sort of, uh, emaciated and, and not very full. I didn't have the right amount of muscle mass on me and I did didn't do it properly um so i would always say just sort of like research things make sure that you are in the correct mindset as well to do it and mentally like mentally this can be very very tough on you um it it can give it can even make or break people so i've known people that have um competed and they've not come out of it so well because they've not been in that right mental state um so make sure that both your physical and mental health is a, a, an area where it's you know it's, it's tip top, so you're not going to be um, damaging yourself. Make sure that you have you're in the right time to compete as well. Um, you know it's all about going on stage looking your best. So if you you, know, you might be encouraged by people to compete straight away as well, and um, because they're doing it, but they might be ready and you might not be. So don't always sort of worry that someone else is doing something you're not. Just make sure you go on looking the best you can, and just take that time to to build your physique how you want it to look, um, and in a healthy way as well. Don't don't do things that, and you know, don't take advice off too many people, and don't always believe what you hear or read, because everyone's different. I mean, I could give advice to people that I know has worked for me or or uh, one particular client. Um, it's quite right for that person, so. That's that's what you need to remember. Is so everyone's always different, and just take your time and be consistent with everything. Consistency, again, it's a cliche, but consistency is key. If you are consistent at something and you put your all into it, you will get where you want to be.
1: That's great. That I think that's that's really good to kind of tell someone. Um, so, where can they find you? Keep up with your journey, all that stuff. Do you have YouTube, any Twitter, Instagram?
0: Um, I have also, I have all social media. My sort of most prominent one at the minute is Instagram. So my Instagram name is just underscore Miss Baker underscore. Um, I do have YouTube and mm. I'm w- trying to work on getting a channel going. But because I have been so busy at the minute, I haven't actually managed to get that going. But I will keep everyone updated on my Instagram. Yeah. Um, I do have Twitter as well and Facebook and things like that. But I, if you want to get through to those, you can go on my Instagram and then I can link everyone through. Mm-hmm.
1: All right, that's great. And uh, yes, of course, we want to know what what's going on in your boring life. So the <laughs> YouTube would definitely help with that. Um, so we'll, I guess we'll, I don't know, I, I would love to have you on again because I feel like we barely scratched the surface, I guess. Um, yeah,
0: definitely. I mean, if you've got any questions that people have or any questions yourself about diet or training or anything mm-hmm. like that, um, I'd be more than happy to answer some questions, you know. i will be more than happy to do that.